The deal is this. <laughs> tell you when I was a kid, that red dropper and turn wheels and all this wheel. <laughs> tell you when I was a kid, that red dropper and turn wheels and all this wheel. Wheel, 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 wheel. They are pissed. Wheel, 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 wheel. They are pissed. Okay, by the time we finish this, you're all going to be practicing magicians. I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where Gary and I talk about the X-Men. We are on uh, issue 150 of the new X-Men and the conclusion of the Planet X arc. Things are getting wild. Magneto has gone crazy. He's what seems like has almost destroyed all of the X-Men. He's at least disbanded them for for a brief time. Xavier is his captive, his hostage, uh, who is super naked in a tube. I think that's really important that we keep mentioning that. Uh, mm-hmm. Gene and Scott, excuse me, Gene and Logan have gone into the sun. Scott and Phantom X made it back from uh, the moon or wherever the fuck that plant space station was back on Earth, and they've assembled right uh, a crew of dudes to uh, go up, try to fix this somehow. They, they don't really know how. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't want to uh, put on too much of my bonfire side chat uh, brain, but Jeremy, what do you think the chances are this tube uh, is a nutrient bath? <gasps> oh, <it's the> <laughs> words, connections. I've got to be honest with you. Bath is back, baby. <laughs> if there's a way that I could take a bathtub and feel full at the end, I would fucking like if, if once a day, just like soak in it, right? Just get into Jeremy it. Greer's reverse soup. Oh my God. You know, reverse like soup. I am the soup. I get the soup. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's kind of gross to put my whole naked body into the soup before I absorb it through my skin and it fills me up. But you know, Hey, what the fuck ever? It's gross to shit. And I still do that every day. Yeah. So. yeah we do a lot of gross stuff. Yeah. dude. Like quite honestly, um, I just imagine you like go into the nutrient soup you take a bath and before you know it, you're just in an empty bathtub having absorbed all the soup into your body. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. Autumn finds you know? me passed out again. Like I told you not to drink when you're in the soup bath. <laughs> <laughs> you just pouring a shot into the soup bath to absorb that as well. <laughs> Get the crown, baby. I feel like a bender coming on. <laughs> <laughs> lighting candles filling the bathtub with soup yes um um yeah so uh cover of this one uh it's you know showing gene gray and wolverine both doing the no mm-hmm. pose basically while new york is on fire um you know decent decent little cover for the special 150th uh issue this is the kind of um, comic book shit comic book covers that i think a lot of comic book nerds are really into like these kind of like three t- like triptych like there's a small dude and then a bigger dude like and there's an x above that like and i just like none of this shit ever works for me like i always want something cooler yeah. than this yeah it's fine yeah exactly. i don't like it I, out of this this arc the uh the zorn cover is by far the coolest one yes um and we get to this immediately we see the phoenix uh flying in the sun and she's asking have your eyes grown back yet which like what a great opening line <laughs> super good uh to this you know um the, the name of this issue is phoenix Invictus. Mm-hmm. Um, Wolverine is disintegrating in the heat. You know, he's like, I don't know if my eyes have grown back yet. What am I looking at? What did you do, Jeannie? I was on fire. 
And she says, you know, you did it. Like you released the Phoenix consciousness. You know, I, I, I use the disintegrating asteroid and the sun's energy to build and power our transport. So she basically makes a spaceship. Yes. Um, here. And, uh, she's like, I had to die to come back, but I don't know how long they'll let me stay. They. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yep. and this coincides with the same time because at the end of the last issue, uh, you know, the Phoenix had reached out to Xavier and like showed him something. So like this coincides her coming back, uh, her reincarnating herself coincides with the same thing. Uh, from there we cruise over to the Pacific ocean where Hank and Emma are just chilling on this like broken ass, uh, plane that they just <laughs> that likely doesn't sink i guess it's got floaters really good good, good mm-hmm. design there um and they've been out by themselves for three days yeah yep um and hank is trying to work out the series like adding up you know sublime thing two kick human aggression riots and he's uh drawing equations on the side of the ship um you know fucking up his nails like he's like i, I just i need a pen or fucking up his claws rather uh, and, uh, Emma Frost is basically just kind of like teasing him. They have this, this banter, you know, saying like, no, actually you don't need a pen. You need water. Like I'm immune to thirst in my diamond form, but you're getting delirious. Uh, and I love this thing. You know, she sees something coming down the way, you know, massive, familiar telepathic emissions, brace herself. Um, you know, he, Hank says, should I be worried? What is that? And uh, Emma Frost says, "Oh, what does it look like? It's bloody jeans showing off again." <laughs> um, you know, I love what she says. Like massive emissions, all too horribly familiar. Like this chick is just done with yep. Jean Grey. Like if there's anybody in the Mar, like she represents all of the fans of the Marvel universe who are like, "Please, again, really? Come on." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, fine. This time it's Sansa Stark. Let's see what happens. Okay, I'm in. T- I'm back in. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, we cut over to Washington. Um, where, you know, the president is being briefed by kind of a hawkish, uh, character who is like, no, 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 we, we've sent out our experimental, uh, ceramic planes. We're going to drop bombs on the, uh, on New York. The president is resisting this. He's like, no, 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 don't worry. These are neutron warheads. It'll kill all the mutants, but it leaves our architectural heritage intact. Um, which is a real idea when people thought of neutron bombs, mm-hmm. like saying that killed people, but left buildings was always an idea basically to, to sow. Or to, you know to reap the uh, the fruits of war, uh, rather super gross. Uh, we yeah. we cut over to New Genosha, aka Old New York, um, and mm-hmm. um, Toad is just once New Amsterdam, <laughs> and now it's New Genosha. Constantinople, <laughs> <laughs> um, Genosha was once Old New York. <laughs> Toad has been getting yelled at by Magneto, and he's like, "Look, I'm just telling you the truth. Like, you don't have any support. Nobody down there has had food or water. Like, what are you doing? Like, this is this just seems yeah. like bad planning." Um, yeah, and of course, Magneto is like, "You're too impatient. This is war. We're accumulating power. We're gonna we're gonna stand the Earth on its head by flipping the poles because he keeps promising that but not actually doing it." Um, this is well. Ernst comes in and says, "Martha says you waited too long. You should have stayed as master, as Mister Zorn, and now you're going to die." Yep. And Magneto steps to Ernst, like you know, I've always suspected there's more than meets the eye to you. Now let's see what that might be. You know, going to villain mode. But Angel interrupts him and is like, "No, like what is wrong with you? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, you're going to give her a heart attack. Like, don't lift your hands to any of us. My kids do not want to see a murdering junkie in charge of the whole world." Um, you know, and Esme basically backed her up. Like all the kids have rebelled on him. You know, you should have listened to me, Eric. Oh no, but I was just a means to an end. Nobody knows who's in charge anymore. He's, you know, like I'm in charge. 
and Beak pops up. Like maybe if Crazy on Drugs is right, he's in charge. <laughs> I love that Beak yeah. is like stumbling in here with like one blinded eye and a baseball bat. Like fucking Beak yep. is, is for all of his like I, he's just a bag of chicken bones and hair is one of the most baller characters that come out of this series. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And, and it's a perfect distraction for for Magneto. You know, this being part of a coordinated assault is like that's perfect because Magneto could imagine that Beak is going to do this, and he has a metal bat. Uh, which means that, uh, you know, Magneto is going to instantly go into overconfidence mode. Yeah. Um, he snatches the baseball bat from Beak and is like, oh, you passed my test. You returned a stronger man. And of course, Esme makes fun mm-hmm. of him for using a titanium bat against the master of magnetism. And uh, Beak just responds to this with Xavier school is the best school. And I very much, very much appreciate that. Yeah, I love it. Xavier school is best school. Um, really, really great. Um, Magneto says, like, pacify him, Esme, and Esme's like, pacify him yourself, you know? Uh, he starts apologizing to Esme. He's realizing that he has no allies at this point. Uh, and while they're arguing, Phantom X comes up on EVA. Um, Esme recognizes him because, as we, we know, uh, as we'll find out, these cuckoos are weapon um, 14, I think, um, or 11 or something. That They're also one of the weapons. Yes. Um, but she's like, weapon 13. Um, you know, Phantom X, what now? Are you going to use bullets? Um, and Phantom X jumps in and shoots his weird ceramic, you know, bullets. Or they're metal, but he gets the drop on them. Yes. Um, and shoots Magneto a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, we we kind of go into an action shot, and um, Magneto, or Toad, jumps out towards Phantom X, and Phantom X just blows his knees away. <laughs> and yeah. even as he's falling on the ground with his knees, like, he's upside down, his bloody knees are pointed to the sky and he's got his tongue fully extended gary like even getting shot in the knees won't get this dude to close his mouth yeah yeah uh he he uh they should not have drawn him uh with that super tongue <laughs> no, agreed yeah. yeah um so he shoots magneto magneto makes the bullets miss and uh he's like you know missed and uh Panama is like was everything you say a cliche like he wasn't aiming for magneto he was bursting charles xavier's uh nutrient bath mm-hmm. uh tank um magneto at this point takes you know starts tearing apart girders in the building to wrap up phantom x and uh martha's like oh here he comes um magneto's like oh what next and cyclops blast him from underneath the ground yes like full bore and scott rightfully pissed uh you know you know something even after everything that happened to me i still trusted you i thought zord was a genuinely good man he gave me hope and it was you all along it was lies you filled our lives with lies and he's while this is happening while he's saying this he is just like beating the shit out of magneto like hammering each point home with his fist um telling magneto that he feels stupid that he's you know I kept running from all of this rage that's been repressed in my life, and he's not going to hold back anymore, and he's decided to let it loose on people like him, and he ex- completely explodes Magneto's helmet. Um, it, it, I don't really care how or why, and it doesn't hurt Magneto, it doesn't seem, so whatever, who cares? Oh, it definitely hurts him, as like his eyes bleed, his eardrums pop. You know, he talks about that, it's like, this fucks up Magneto. Mm-hmm. It doesn't kill him, because it's concussive. Oops. Oh yeah, okay. Here. You know, it, it just pushes, but I, I love this little bit where he just gets right up to him and he like puts his eyes. He's like, Hey, your helmet keeps you safe from telepathy. Right. And Magneto going, wait, like, I, I love wait, you know, just like he's so used to the X-Men stopping and like trading barbs. Yes. Yeah. You know, and he's not prepared for them to take him seriously at this point. You know, he bursts the helmet. He's like, I can't see, you know, my eardrums are burst. My eyes are bleeding. 
Um, Cyclops does pause for a moment uh, at this point because he's not, you know, cutthroat. Um, he's like, look, I didn't mean to do that. You know, he didn't want to permanently cripple him. And uh, Magneto grabs Zorn's head and smashes Scott in the uh, in the head with it. Um, while this is happening, the kids are all getting the crowds out of New York. Yes. And trying to stop the bombs. From um, Magneto is feeling the effects of like Scott's blast. Uh, he, his head is ringing and he feels like Charles may be invading his mind. Um, but it's not Charles, it's Esme. Um, yeah. You know, have you never noticed how I, how I look, how I dress because you made me believe myself. I thought you were special. The great mutant who ever lived, but you're just a fossil. This is how Alzheimer's feels like in fast forward. And Eric feels this and reacts by pulling her metal earrings out of her ears and shoving them into her brain, killing her instantly. Um, And he's crying while he does this. He's like, you know, don't do this. Don't make me do this. It's a, it's a defense thing, but she still dies. Yeah. Yep. And he's just like, you know, may the future forgive uh, forgive me. Like you get the sense that like Magneto was thinking of this in terms of like GI Joe battles where like everybody just runs up and misses each other. Mm Mm-hmm with lasers and cannot handle how real this is, you know, and there's suggestions of this later, like, you know, where Jean Grey calls him out on it, basically like you had one last big chance to show off your ego and make your big speeches. You know, you fucked it up. Everyone keeps telling him like, Hey, you should have just done the thing. You know, he never wanted to do the thing. He wanted this position, this like liminal state where he's giving speeches and grandstanding and the X-Men stop him. And then he comes back and does it again. You know, like he cannot handle winning. Uh, this no not at all um you know he uh he grabs uh his zorn helmet and puts it on because that will also protect him from telepathy mm-hmm. you know and he's like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna make the sky fall um thinking basically and we says this i don't think he's talking about reversing the polls i think he's talking about the city being nuked like this is basically suicide by by president <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, suicide by nuke oh man that's a, what a way to go suicide by president um yeah, you know there's gonna be a lot of homicides by president soon enough in the uh yeah, so yeah <laughs> it's true it's very true um, um in the air above new york uh all of these stealth bombers are sh- saying that there's two suns that have appeared out and um and one of the suns is saying we shouldn't engage the bomb release um and of course one of the suns is the voice of Be- a beast um who tells mm-hmm. them like this is dr henry mccoy from the xavier institute like we have this under control you do not need to bomb the entire city like please stop um yep and and yeah they push back like they're just like, no, 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 you know, we have nothing to lose. Like the scientists say that, you know, Magneto has declared war on the human race. How can we trust you? And he's like, listen, I'll leave the details of that. But you have to accept not all mutants are your enemies. There's one person who's figured out how to repair the gene that's threatening humankind with extinction. Me. So, you know, check with your scientist and we can probably find a way to be friends. Um, Beast is bluffing here, as we'll find out later. Yes. Um, but for now, uh, he is got them to uh to back down uh back to the scene of the fight where esme who's not quite dead but she's she definitely kind of is not doing well she can she can't verbalize or anything when um emma shows up in her diamond form and says you know you turned into such a little wonderful little femme fatale in the end i'm so proud of my girls but you i think i'm most especially proud of you dear and of course esme is like i'm nothing like you like it's what a weird (laughs) worst thing she could say yeah what a weird and wonderful thing that emma frost is man i just like god damn she's so great it's so mean um cyclops shows up and emma hasn't seen her in forever and she's pissed you know it's like listen they shot me you know he's been gone for quite a while Mm -hmm. um you know uh gene fucked me up like and uh he's like listen no i've been doing a lot of thinking i've made this decision between you and gene um, but they get interrupted 
because Magneto has now gone out onto the streets and is starting to try to do his thing. The day I've promised has come, he's going to try to take his shot at this point. But he's wearing the Zorn mask and nobody recognizes Because again, Magneto was about an image. You know, it wasn't about the things he was doing. It was about his legacy. Yeah. And now everyone's like, when do we get to see Magneto? Who the hell is this guy? <laughs> Which is just, you know, like just undercutting his grand, you know, finale plan of just like, who the fuck are you is so, so good. It feels so great. And then even worse, like this human detective is like, you're under arrest by the NYPD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, just like a beak-esque distraction. Mm-hmm. You know, this I keep thinking of how much this would hurt. He'd be like, oh, your race will be extinct by morning. I can't help him notice the metal pin in your hip and lifts him up. How bad would it hurt just to be lifted dude, up by the pin dude. in your hip? I had I had metal in my body for a while, um, and like mm. I, I had three pins. Um, actually, had a rod and three pins, but slowly took them out over time. And uh, I, it's just the the amount of pain I went through to recover from that and like walking on that leg and everything. I can't fucking imagine. Like the pins are doing work. Like the pin is there for a reason. Yeah. The pin is not there because you want it, like a piercing in your femur, right? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't imagine how um, bad this feels. There was a great little uh, uh, Skype delay there when you said that you had three pins and when you said rod, like Skype slowed down your voice for a second. So it was like, I had three pins and a rod. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's really good. Um, Zorn is saying he's going to kill uh, everybody here, but then Phoenix shows up in, in the ship mm-hmm. uh, here. And, uh, you know, for, you know, the officer's like, I softened him up for you, Henry. Um, Beast jumps out of the ship with his syringes and injects two of them into uh, Magneto's shoulders. Yes, here, which, you know, presumably are sedatives of some kind. They're trying to they're to neutralize the kick. Yeah, um, and you know, Beast is like you of all people, Zord, and of course Magneto is like I'm not Zorn, I'm Magneto, and uses the and then like sends these needles going to right directly back to Beast who gets stabbed with them, um, and he calls for Logan as this happens, and then Logan shows up and does the same thing. It's like, do you remember me, Zorn? I'm the guy who threw you at the you threw at the sun, um, yeah, and it's it's I mean like and then all of a sudden fucking Phoenix is there like it's getting crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah, and the the theme here is him just keep saying I'm Magneto. And they're gaslighting him about it. Yeah. You know, th- this is clearly intentional. This is a gambit to get him to take off the helm, Right. Mm-hmm. But again, it's very like coordinated. Like they're like, if we keep calling him Zorn, he's having this identity disorder. This will fuck him up. You know, um, Gene shows up and he's like, no, he's right, Eric. Don't let us stand in the way of your big moment. You know, you went to such, such lengths, you know, at this time, you could have even been an actor. Uh, you know, Gene Gracie's right through him because that's the Phoenix. You know, he says like, go on, make your pitch world domination and when it shows the crowd the crowd are all disillusioned yes you know we don't want this guy in charge we have no water who does this skull face think he is you know um he this guy is cannot take over the world and magneto's like how dare you you don't recognize me for what i am i'm magneto uh and gene gray does the final little push you know magneto you don't even look like him how can you be magneto when he's dead you know there's, uh, and he takes off the helmet. And he does the I am Magneto. And there's something um, to this, too, because, like, over the last three pages, um, he's done the I am Magneto thing. And it's done, like, that typical supervillain comic kind of art thing. And we see that three different times in three different ways uh, that are probably references to old comics, if I had to guess. Like, I would I would assume that they would do some weird shit like that. Like, the Magneto with the purple period behind it, I think, is just, like reminiscent of something to me but i like that he's like doing the comic book speech and of course it's not working like cyclops fucked that dude's face up so bad that nobody can recognize yeah him. well he's the only person operating on that level yeah right like that is 
part of Grant Morrison's whole, you know, rejecting the past, the X-Men should be about the future thing. Like everyone around him is, is doing this kind of sophisticated, coordinated psychological psyop thing on him. And he just keeps going, I am Magneto with the Magneto font, which is all it would take in the sixties, mm-hmm. you know, and then everyone else would just say their name and then they would fight. Like, again, he wants to play GI Joes. Um, but that's not what the world is anymore. It's not what's happening. Like this is Grant Morrison's, you know, treaties that Magneto is old fashioned, even though they are showing him as a, you know, he's influenced by this sublime shit, but his whole, like, I am Magneto. I am a villain thing doesn't fit. Now. And this, and this, you know, this is spelled out by Charles Xavier when he shows up with the whole X-Men team, essentially. Uh, when Charles Xavier yeah. says Magneto had become a legend in death and inspiration for change. Now look at you, just another foolish and self-important old man with outdated thoughts in his head. You have nothing this new generation of mutants wants except for your face on a t-shirt. Like basically yeah. dismissing this dude's entire relevance, which is uh, probably Grant Morrison's goal all along, right? Like he just wanted yes. to destroy Magneto and, and get rid of like all of this past stuff that the X-Men constantly cling to. Um and it's you know Charles Xavier says your your way will never work it can't continue it can't continue like this you've all had enough yep. yep the worst thing you ever did was come back you know and these new this new generation they have ideas of their own maybe it's time we stop giving speeches and start listening you know Xavier had retired from the institute at this point like had resigned as headmaster like he is with the future as far as like it is not time for old white guys to be in charge of this anymore and Magneto has a harder time giving that up you know. Magne- um, Ma- he yeah he collapses he collapses uh phoenix comes up and like puts her puts her hand on him and he he grabs her and sends a lethal electromagnetic pulse which is going to cause her to have a planetary scale stroke she he says um and then mm-hmm. he puts the zorn hat back on and says i will not be judged by children give me death make me immortal uh which is where we go to logan who does what he asks and fucking chops the dude's head off yep uh the helmet flies off plonk 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 um, this thing's happening really fast here. You know, Cyclops is trying to save Jean. Um, she is dying. She's only positive verbal. Um, this has fucked something up. Like, and so you see this cuckoos, they're looking at Jean, like something's gone wrong with the whole universe. Um, but they're not looking at Jean. They're looking at Scott because the Scott is the fulcrum on which the future of the X-Men rests. This is Jean lo- or Scott losing hope. Yes. Right. Like this is the thing that causes the bad future. Um, he says, you know, somebody get help. Somebody get Zorn. You know, because he's so used to that. Um, and again, this very touching, you know, moment, uh, he's, Scott's crying. He's like, Gene, I'm really sorry about everything. I didn't mean to hurt you. Um, and she's like, the Phoenix understands, you know, I haven't seen you for a long time. You're my best friend. Live, Scott, because all I ever did was die on you. Um, and then it fades out. And I love the, and now we're the future. I love the way these panels fade out too. Like it's almost like they're crumbling, oh, yeah. crumbling to dust. And like at the very bottom when he's yelling, Gene, Gene, like it, it kind of, it's fading into nothingness. Like this is, and we saw on the on the previous page, like in between the panels, like this terror and presumably reality growing bigger and bigger and bigger. Like whatever has happened has completely altered the foundations of the universe. Hmm. Um. So we cut over to 150 years later. Huh? Um, <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yep. It takes a minute. Um. But we get to these people who will later find out are are the free folk, uh, or the, 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 prou- the free people, or something. The proud people. The proud people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they've found something called the Phoenix egg. Yes. And again, I understand people who read this issue and they're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. That's a fucking dumb ending. Um, I think it, it makes sense, but it, it takes a minute. Yeah. Um, but a- as a thing for like Magneto as a rejection of Magneto's character and contrasting idealistic Magneto with supervillain Magneto, 
Um, I think this really works. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love seeing the X-Men come together and do this kind of sophisticated plan to win in the end. Yeah. Feels good. Um, and yeah, what the fuck is a Phoenix egg? And you know, was, where, yep. where, what, what weird moon base is this Phoenix egg on? And like, why, why have people graffitied it in the background? Like what the fuck is happening? Um, and that's going to lead us into the final arc of the series. Yeah. Um, as we mentioned a couple episodes ago, after that, we'll be doing age of apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Um, we are still looking for feedback on the series, Q and a stuff. Um, hit us up at D O F C podcast on Twitter Yep, or at Gmail. Um, or Gmail um, or uh, daysoffuturecast.com slash contact. Yes. Because um, we'll we'll do an episode on those. Um, we appreciate all the support. Um, if you want to further support us, you can go to patreon.com slash duckbeat. Yes. All kinds of uh, cool stuff over there that you can check out. Uh, come join the Slack channel where we can talk about all things X-Men and the Days of Future Cast channel. Um, or, you know, talk about Dark Souls in the Bonfireside chat channel. That's a good, that's a good place mm-hmm. to be. I've been, those are the two channels. I've been spamming it with hollow Knight stuff, everybody. So like, you don't even have to worry about being on topic. <laughs> exactly. Like uh, just playing and, and pretty soon we'll start talking about the surge more as I get further into it. So it'll be only games that are several years old. <laughs> that's your there. Uh, that, that Jeremy has played extensively. Those are the things that we're going to be exactly. talking about in that channel. So, it's uh, the Jeremy channel. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, Uh, We'll be back with the first issue in the Here Comes Tomorrow arc in just a couple of days. Bye.